When I was a little girl, I dreamed of being a teacher. I wanted it so badly that in third grade, Santa brought me an overhead projector for Christmas. And I think that year, or maybe for my birthday, I can't remember, one of my mom's friends, Miss Rhonda, she went on a shopping spree at the teacher supply store and gifted me with a plethora of charts and cl- I honestly don't remember classroom supplies, all this stuff for teaching for my my bedroom was literally decorated like a classroom. But she also gifted me this cute little apple and it was a, a small little wooden apple and it said Miss Buckteen written on it, which was my maiden name. And it was my name tag for teaching. I still have it to this day. As little kids, we dream of the jobs we want to have when we're grownups. A lot of you listening to this podcast probably always knew that you wanted to be a teacher when you grew up. But then when we actually get into the classroom, it's not all that we hoped it would be. There's way more work, way more time spent, way more responsibility. Grading papers is not as much fun. And there's probably way more clutter than you ever anticipated. In this podcast today, I'm talking about how you can get rid of some of that clutter and create an organized classroom that will help you save time, frustration, save that clutter. I can't help relieve the responsibility part. That's not on me, but the clutter and the time, I can help you there. Hey, teacher friend, welcome to the Simply Teach podcast, a podcast for teachers by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. And each week I bring you a podcast full of practical and helpful ideas from teachers. We all know that teaching is really hard work. And I want this podcast to be a place for you to not only find ideas, but to also find encouragement and motivation. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Teach Y'all. I am recording this episode a week before it drops into your podcast queue, and we just had our first snow of the season. It was so fitting that I woke up on December 1st and we had our first snow. I was so overjoyed when I woke up and I saw the snow falling. Milo Scout and I went out on a morning walk to explore and take pictures. I'm like super into photography right now and I'm working on my photo skills, so we went on a walk so I could take some pictures. But anyways, it honestly felt like this little reminder from God letting me know that he sees me and he sees how nervous I am about this transition back home. I shared with y'all last week that I'm really trying to embrace this holiday in winter season since it's our last one. And this time of year has become so special to me. And I'm just trying to embrace it and be present in the moment for it. 2020 has been hard for a lot of reasons for all of us. But one of them for me is knowing that I'm experiencing a lot of last, last Christmas abroad, last winter abroad, last uh, snowfall, all that kind of stuff. And last winter, it hardly snowed at all, like in the winter of 2019. It hardly snowed at all, and I was really disappointed, and I was really worried that I might miss out on snow during our last winter here in Germany. But yesterday's snow was a reminder to me of the beauty in transition, in change, and in the last things that you experience. So thanks for coming to my sermon. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. Let's get back to organization. If you haven't, I want you to make sure that you are signed up for my weekly email newsletter. Each Wednesday, I send out a roundup of blogs, podcasts, and videos that are applicable to whatever is going on right that week. Plus, if you opt into my Monday Funday email, you'll get weekly emails from me sharing fun things that I want you to know about or extra classroom organization tips. You can sign up for one or both of those by heading to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash email. 
I also share when new resources are created, great sales that are going on for resources that I think are going to help you in the areas of organization, structure, classroom management, all that good stuff. So be sure to sign up for my email list. Also, since today we're talking about how to get organized right now, then I want you to also make sure you're signed up for the five-day classroom organization challenge. In a series of five days, I'm going to email you once a day with a quick email, quick action steps you can take. I'm going to walk you through how to organize different areas of your classroom, like your teacher desk, your classroom papers, cabinets, student materials, your small group area, all that good stuff. Just head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash challenge to sign up. You've heard me say a gazillion times, classroom organization is more than just a pretty classroom. And I want to help you get that organization in place. So let's get started. Let me read that definition to you again about classroom organization. This is my working definition of classroom organization. It's more than just a pretty classroom that's Instagram or Pinterest worthy. It's your flow, your routines, your management, your structure. All of those things are seamlessly blended together. That is what makes an organized classroom. So when I talk about helping you get organized, I'm not trying to tell you how to make your classroom look Pinterest perfect or Instagram worthy. In fact, you can head back to episode number 78, where I talk about the importance of not focusing on the Pinterest perfection, because I think we get lost there. There are four components that I teach that you need to an organized classroom, and they all build on each other. I teach my students inside the organized teacher framework about the cake analogy. You've got to have each layer built upon the last in order to have that organized and well-managed classroom. Those pieces are you've got to have the first, like the base layer that your cake sits on, which is your time management and self-care. You've got to have these things in place because once the school year gets going, which I'm sure as you were seeing right now in the middle of the school year, that your self-care and your time management kind of goes out the window because there's so much going on in the classroom. So if you take time to plan those things out first, then you know your boundaries. Next, the first actual tier of the cake is your classroom management. And this is not just behavior management, but classroom management, the structures, the routines, the things that your kids do, how you structure your day. All of those fall into that first tier of classroom management. Then you've got your classroom organization as the next tier, which I know seems kind of ironic because I talk about classroom organization, but that's essentially the third piece to an organized classroom. And it's because I really believe that you need those first two things in order to have an organized classroom. If you've got an organized classroom, but you're spending all your time at school and not prioritizing yourself, or you've got an organized classroom, but your kids don't know what the expectations are, or don't know the routines of the classroom, the organization is like not really useful. And then the last tier is the decorating or the engagement piece of keeping your classroom, your students engaged and, you know, excited about what is going on in your classroom. When we talk about setting up a classroom at the beginning of the year, decorating is that last tier, that top tier, because that's the last thing we want to do when we're setting up our classroom. But when we're talking about the middle of the year and we've already got our classroom set up, it's already decorated or whatever, we don't need to worry about that so much. Instead, we need to be worrying about what are we going to do with our kids in the day-to-day to keep them engaged and excited about whatever it is that's going on in our classroom. If you want, you can go back to episode number 77, where I go into even more detail about those different components. I think the podcast is called something like quiz. Do you have the four components of a class of an organized classroom or something like that? But just head back in the podcast queue and you can find that. And then also that organization challenge that I mentioned at the top of the episode. If you want to walk through getting 
your maybe you already have time management and your your classroom management in place, but you want to get your actual classroom organized, then be sure to go to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash challenge to sign up for that five-day classroom organization challenge. And then of course if you want more specific help, more detailed help for getting your classroom organized, then you can join in the organized teacher framework. Inside of this course, I teach you how to establish each of those different components. We go in even more depth for each of those pieces of the cake that you need. I walk you through the steps that you need to take to get a self-care and a time management plan in place. I teach you how to create classroom management plans that are solid, but also allow for flexibility and change because our students are humans and they need change and things things change as the year goes on and you need to be able to plan for that. But we also talk about classroom organization, how to set it up in an organized way or how to reorganize it for teachers who are in the middle of the school year, like right now when you're listening to this podcast. Plus, I teach you practical solutions for your most pressing organization questions that y'all ask me, like how to organize your teacher desk, how to handle student supplies, how to manage your resources and materials and lesson plans, all that kind of stuff. Since the Organized Teacher Framework is opening up tomorrow, December 9th, if you're listening to this when the podcast goes live, I want to share with you what a few students said about the Organized Teacher Framework and what they got from the course. Here's what one teacher said. She completed the course and she said, I felt lost and that I didn't know what to do with classroom organization. But then I purchased the Organized Teacher Framework and she showed me how to set up my classroom, useful strategies and how to work on the time management. And the course was really effective and helpful to let me start the year with confidence and more stability in organizing myself as a teacher and organizing my areas inside my classroom. And then another teacher, Jamie, she said, she DM'd me on Instagram and said that as a middle school elective teacher going through the course, she found it helpful. Because I know there are a lot of people that wonder, okay, I know Kelly does elementary, but I'm uh, middle school or high school. Is this going to be applicable to me? Apparently, Jamie says yes. And then my favorite review that I got was from a friend, Teresa, that I actually worked with like in the classroom. Like her and I were partner or not partner teachers, but we worked on the same team. And then I worked with her specifically in her classroom. And she said that since Kelly started working with me, my organization skills in my classroom have improved. I've got space for my lesson plan materials for each day of the week. They're organized by subject. I've completely reorganized my closets per Kelly's advice. And now I can find things without spending several minutes looking for what I need. And y'all that I'm pausing from her, like what she said, because that is a question I get all the time whenever teachers fill out surveys or message me or email me. It's like, how do I, I have things put places, but I don't remember where I put them. How do I find them? How do I find them quickly? There's so much going on during the day that you don't have time to open up a cabinet and dig through it to find what you need. That is why I think it is so important to have an organization plan in place so that you know where things go in your classroom. One of the biggest things I saw on the 2020 TSOT survey, which thank you to everybody who filled it out and um, submitted their responses. But one thing that I saw show up a lot of like, one of the questions was maybe something along the lines of like, what has been helpful that you've learned from the Simply Organized Teacher? And a lot of people kept talking about the value of home, having homes for your things. I kept, I did like a little search for in the, in the results to see how many people talked about home. And there were quite a few of y'all who said how important that idea of everything needs a home is to your organization strategy. And so 
for Teresa to say this about organizing her cabinet so that she doesn't have to spend several minutes looking for what she needs, that is like exactly why I do what I do. She goes on to say that her teaching improved because everything has a place and now she spends more time teaching than stressing because she can't find something. Um, and she goes on to talk about the next thing she's going to do is reorganize her library uh, so that way her kids can find things more easily and manage library books better. I also had a chance to talk with a student that was inside of or still is inside the Organized Teacher Framework about what she learned. She purchased the course in the summer of 2020. She worked on it throughout the summer, and she got on a call with me to talk about how it has impacted her teaching this year in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. I'll let you listen in and hear for yourself, but stick around till the end because I'm going to tell you more about what is actually inside of the course and how you can sign up. Hey, Talitha, welcome to Simply Teach. Hi, thank you very much for having me. No, thank you for coming and chatting with me. Uh, you are one of the students who enrolled in the Organized Teacher Framework and completed it. Go you. <laughs> um, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about your experience with the course and what you got from it. So will you first just tell the listeners a little bit of like your background in teaching and kind of where... Like, what got you to decide, oh, I need help with organization? Mm -hmm. So I've been teaching for six years, and I've been at this particular school for three years, and I moved from second grade to third grade, and it was just hard to organize all of my second grade stuff and then acquire all of this third grade materials and activities mm -hmm. and it was a lot for me to organize to plan out what I needed what I didn't need anymore and then papers were stacked up on my desk and my filing cabinet and my cabinets were just full of I, I couldn't even tell you because there was so much stuff <laughs> right yeah and that's when I figured that I needed some guidance into how to organize my teacher life. Yeah, I think that's such a common thing of like, you know, teachers, we switch grade levels so frequently, like it just, you know, it's not uncommon to go from kinder to fourth to down, you know, all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a common thing with teachers is everything that we acquire, we have to acquire on our own, like with our own money and our own, you know, time and all that. And then it's like, I don't want to get rid of this, but it's also like, I'm not using it. It's taking up space. I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to this That's grade level, exactly. you know? Yeah. 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 So you went through the course, I think this past summer, right? In the summer of 2020. So also That's correct. <laughs> going like, how was that thinking through it with everything with coronavirus and like the expectations of like going back to school with distance learning and um, all that kind of stuff? So it made like the fact that I actually went through the course and had some plan of expectations and classroom management. It was, I was able to just like tweak it to fit the virtual online um, classroom. So that part wasn't too hard, but the actual lessons in themselves, that was, that was when I had to really think, how do I teach this without being there, you know, for mm -hmm, mm -hmm. them to understand. Did you start out like online and then y'all came back in person, right? Like later on in the year. 
That's right. I was online for about three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I came back in person with all the distancing and all the hand sanitizer everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm sure also has its own like um, organizing and keeping all the kids separate and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yes, so much. Is. How did you feel at like going into this year? I mean, I guess maybe you kind of already answered that, but do you have anything else to say about like how you went into this year feeling more prepared? I'm assuming you felt more prepared, um, but like going into this school year. Yes. So after the course that I took this summer, I felt more prepared than any other school year um, because I was able to actually think out all of my routines. I know, I mean, virtual, Yeah. but I still had it just in case we were going back in person, which was really good, as well as like classroom management routines and procedures. So I just felt like I had it all. Oh, and especially that year at a glance, mm-hmm. that activity. Um, and the course was super helpful. I had so many compliments from my administrators about the fact that it was all done. Way and to go. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Like, <laughs> you should be thanking Kelly Jackson. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I remember you working through that and you were like taking it really seriously and like really putting a lot of time and effort into it. And I think that's probably like one of the biggest things somebody can do if they want to be prepared for the upcoming year is just to have a plan of like what you're teaching and when nothing detailed, but just bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of the like day-to-day stress of figuring out what or week to week stress, figuring out like what you're going to be planning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to work through? Cause that's the like most common question I get is like, how long is this going to take me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the way you have it structured, I really like it because it just depends on the person. For me, it took me about a month because like you said, I really focused in on making sure it worked for me, going through all of my resources and making it fit in my year at a glance. And then I really thought through all the routines and procedures of what my classroom would, what I wanted it to look like, feel like. So because of the time that I put into it, I think that's why it took me a month, but it just depends on what the teacher wants to take out of the course, I think. Yeah, because I assume you like went through each lesson at a time and, and filled out the workbook at a time instead of like going through it all and then coming back to it at a later time. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. after each cor- unit? Or? Like lesson or yeah, module, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Module. Yeah. yeah. So I would stop and then I would work through it all and I would go back to review if ever I was like, so what did you say again? Mm-hmm. Um, just to make sure it's all said and done before I went to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, like what your, what was your biggest area of growth? What have you noticed the most in this year that has been a result of you prioritizing organization and all that kind of stuff? For me, it would be my classroom routines and procedures um that whole class behavior management tool was a lifesaver virtually because it really helps the whole class stay focused since they weren't all working towards the goal Mm -hmm. um and then in person it was planning how you organize your desk how you close your notebook all the way before you put it back (laughs) in you know just those little things that i would never have thought about beforehand it just made my whole classroom run a whole lot smoother when it came to like um, lining up 
cleaning up after each activity I, I give them like a little time and like you said give them time like once a week or so to clean out their desk because it as much as I try yeah. it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's still a mess, it's a mess. yeah mm-hmm. yeah kids like they want to be helpful with the organization and they want to like be a participating participating member of the classroom and help you in these things but if they don't know like what is expected of them and not even because you're like not choosing to share with them, but just you don't know yourself. So you can't relay those expectations to them. Then they're like, mm-hmm. you know, just doing whatever they they know to do from home or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I think yes. that that's a great like product of, you know, you focusing on organization or a teacher focusing on organization. Then that like also just even the modeling, you know, teaches the kids how to prioritize that. That's true. I think that's the part that was missing in my previous years, um, the modeling of what I wanted, because sometimes I would see, it's like you just said, a student do something that, well, I think she means this. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, no, that's not, that's not it. But that's because I didn't model it beforehand, like I'm doing this year, and it's a whole lot better. Well, good. I'm really glad that you are seeing success with it. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing with listeners about what you got from it. Hey there, I want to interrupt real quick to tell you about one of my most favorite products that I use every single day, which is my Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets Planners. You've probably heard me mention it before because I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I've written a whole blog about it. I've got videos about it. Essentially, power sheets are a goal planning journal, but they do way more than help you make goals. They cause you to assess and evaluate your priorities. At the beginning of your power sheets planner, you've got some pages on self-reflection, things like what are your big dreams for when you're 80? What are your ideas for the upcoming year? You identify these like boxes or negative spaces that you live in and ways to break out of them. You take time to really think through who you are and what you want to be about. And at the beginning of each quarter, you get the opportunity to rate different areas of your life, like your health, your friends, your spouse, finances, spiritual and personal growth, work, recreation, family. You make goals based on all of these things that you uprooted about yourself at the beginning of the year, or honestly, I'm going to be doing it at the end of 2020 for 2021. This is how I am growing the Simply Organized Teacher. It's how I started the podcast. It's how I started my course. I've written down my huge God dreams and then broken them into these bite-sized pieces that I can tackle each quarter, each month, each week, and each day. Like I said, I've got blog posts and videos over on my website all about power sheets so you can see them and decide if they are for you. Just head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash power sheets, or you can also head over to my Instagram, the simply organized teacher, and I've got a highlight saved up there all about power sheets, showing you a little bit of behind the scenes, how I use them. All the information you need about power sheets can be found at the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash power sheets. So by now you might be wondering what is the organized teacher framework and how do you join in? So I'm going to tell you really quick. Plus, if you want to take a sneak peek inside the course, if you want to see like a behind the scenes of what it looks like, just head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework. First up though, that I want you to know is that I only formally open up the course a couple of times a year. It opens up tomorrow, December 9th, and it's going to be open through the 16th of December of 2020. And then it won't open up again until... 
July of next year. So if you want in now, do it now. Um, if it's between now and then, between December 16th, 2020 and July of 2021, still go to that website, the organized teacher, uh, sorry, the simply organized teacher.com forward slash framework and sign up for the wait list. I'll let you know as soon as uh, it's getting ready to open up again. Now, before I go in and tell you all about the course, I know that you're probably like me and I hate it when people come on podcasts and they tell you about their course or their coaching or whatever, and then they fail to mention how much it costs. I think it's a sales tactic that people use, but honestly, it's not one that I'm a huge fan of because I want to know how much something is before I get excited about wanting to invest in it. So I'm going to tell you the course currently as of December, 2020 is $110. But before you freak out at that number, know that I have two payment plans available. You can do a three-month at $45 or a six-month payment plan at $25, which means you can get all of the content and information that I'm about to go over with you right now. You can get it like as soon as you sign up, you get full access to the course, and then you just pay out over a little bit more of an extended period of time. So that is an option if you are a teacher who wants all this information but can't just throw down $100 right now. I get it. So inside the course, I teach you exactly what the name implies, the framework that you need to organize your classroom. Those four components that we talked about that you need in your classroom, those are the four main things that we talk about. The course is broken up into modules, and then within the modules are different lessons. So there's four modules. The first one, well, actually, there's more like five or six modules, but the first one is like, you're welcome, whatever. The actual module module one is all on time management and self-care. So we talk about how to avoid burnout, how to have self-confidence as a teacher, ways to stay motivated, how to budget for teaching, because I know that's a question I actually get asked a lot is like how to budget for all the money that you have to spend on your classroom, time management, how to plan your time, how to manage your time with your students so that you're not going over and giving kids more time than they actually need to do something or wasting time. Then we move on to module two, which is all on classroom management. Remember, time management is that base layer, the 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 cake plate for your cake. And then we're into module two, the classroom management, that first tier of your actual cake, where we talk about the types of behavior management plans you need, student management and daily routines, cooperative learning and community building, how to handle consequences, attention getters that you need, how to differentiate because differentiation actually falls into classroom management because if you're not differentiating for your kids, then you're going to, there are a lot of kids at, at the higher level, gifted and talented level, or the struggling level, below level that are that you're losing. It's only those few bubble kids right there in the middle that you are going to have engaged students from. So you've got to be able to differentiate so that you can keep all students active and manage your classroom well. Because if you're trying to meet with kids in a small group in a differentiation, but you don't have those management plans in place for what kids are doing while you're meeting with a small group, well, it's kind of useless, right? And then I've also, within the classroom management module, there is a lesson on classroom management strategies for high school teachers, because I know that there are some high school teachers that tune in and want help with those things. Then we move on to module three. This is that second tier of the cake where you are actually getting organized. So we talk about how to set up your classroom for the beginning of the year. And then there's a mod, a lesson called classroom organization made simple. And this is the process that I would walk you through if you you and I were working together right now in the middle of the school year, what we would do to kind of overhaul your classroom mid-year and get it organized at least for the remainder of the school year. And then we talk about decorating. And then the final module is uh, strategies for maintaining classroom organization. So 
organization strategies for you as the teacher, organization strategies for you, at, uh, not for you, for your students, and then organization strategies for your stations, for papers. And then there's a lesson on high school organization strategies and managing all of those materials that you have times how many of our classes you have. Plus, there are four additional resources that I'm including for free. These are resources that you can get separately, but I am including them because I think they're going to help you take action even faster in these different areas. So we've got the behavior management economic system, the comms, the classroom organization made simple method workbook that's going to walk you through the steps you need to making over your classroom mid-year, how to plan. This is a a little mini course, how to plan for a sub or a guest teacher, and then a calm down strategies ebook for how you can manage students that get a little bit crazy in your classroom. And for anybody who joins in by December 11th, I'm throwing in a whole additional module, the mid-year tune-up module. And this is for anybody who joins right now in December 2020, you are in the middle of a school year. There are different things that you've got to have in place in your classroom for leaving the school year, leaving 2020. Oh, goodness, aren't we ready to leave 2020, right? And then returning to school in 2021. So there's a whole additional bonus module with five lessons. Um, the Master Your Classroom training. This is not the Master Your Classroom in 2020 training that I did in the summer of 2020. This is from 2019. And it's an hour-long training that I talk you through how to basically like the process of what are you doing before you go on break? What are you doing during break? And what are you doing after break? You can't get this training anywhere else, only inside this mid-year tune-up uh, course. We talk about teacher self-care during the break, why you should be changing things in the middle of the year, what to do when you're taking over a class mid-year, because I know that's a big thing where teachers get hired to start in January and maybe you're taking over a class and then how to reteach procedures. All of these five lessons are included in the mid-year tune-up bonus whenever you join by December 11th. So like I said, there are a couple payment plans available, the 25 for six months or 45 for three months, or you can pay upfront and save a little bit. Remember, you're not only going to get all of those 23 lessons that I just went through, but you're also going to get those bonus items, which are valued total at $72. Plus, if you join by December 11th, you'll get those five additional lessons for free, all of that for $110. So be sure to be on my email list to head to the simplyorganizedfuture.com forward slash framework tomorrow, December 9th to sign up when it opens up. As soon as you sign up, as soon as you purchase, you will have access to the full course and you can spend some of your time over the holiday break going through and kind of thinking through what things that you want to change for the following semester. So remember, if you want an organized classroom, you've got to have a plan in place. You need those four tiers of the cake that are built on top of each other. You've got to have that cake base, the time management and self-care plan in place. You've got to have a classroom management plan in place. You've got to have a organized classroom setup, and then you've got to have strategies that help you maintain the organization throughout the school year. Enrollment for the Organized Teacher Framework is open December 9th through the 16th of 2020, so be sure to head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework to get all of that information or sign up for the waitlist if you are listening to this while enrollment is closed. Y'all have a great week. I will see you back here next week. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful to have you share it over on social media and tag me at the Simply Organized Teacher, or you can head to wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. 
This episode was edited by the team over at Podcastology. Remember all the show notes, links to things we talked about, classroom organization resources, and all of the courses can be found over on my website, the simplyorganizedteacher.com. Make sure to join my email list and get weekly organization tips straight to your inbox by heading to the simplyorganizedteacher.com slash email. Y'all have a great week.